Welcome back to the Ever Expanding Podcast. I'm your host, Cami Lee. Thank you for being here. Today's episode is just a solo episode. It's me talking about the concept of finding your voice. I share what that phrase means to me, how I feel like I found my voice over time, and give you a few ideas and a few steps to find your voice. Let's get into the episode. Okay, so let's start by talking about this phrase, finding your voice. For a long time, this phrase was really ambiguous to me. I wasn't quite sure what it exactly meant. How do I even go about finding my voice? I just had a lot of questions when it came to this. I feel like, too, the phrase finding your voice is missing something. I'm not quite sure what it is, but it just maybe feels a little inadequate to what I want to share today and my interpretation of this phrase. So when I think of finding your voice, what I picture when I say those words is a safe space within within me. It's a place where I feel home, where I feel comfortable. I feel seen. I feel heard. I feel understood and listened to. That's what it means to find my voice. It means that I am safe. I am safe for my voice. I am seen. I validate how I feel. I validate who I am. I validate my beliefs and my understandings. It feels safe for me. I feel safe for me. Something else when I think of this phrase is that finding your voice means to learn to listen to your thoughts and feelings and take ownership of them. It means to learn and accept and trust your thoughts rather than fear or question them. It means you learn to interpret your thoughts. When you find your voice, you begin to understand your thoughts and your feelings And instead of looking for meaning outside of yourself, you find meaning within. I want to dive deeper into that a little bit, the finding meaning outside of yourself, because this isn't something uncommon for all of us, whether it's culture, society, religion, whatever it may be, we're constantly bombarded with the message that other people know better, meaning other people know what diet we should be on, or other people know how I need to act in certain scenarios, or other people know what I should do with my life more than I do. And I know that kind of sounds silly, but that's something that is around us all the time in our culture, in our society, in religion. It's around us everywhere. Part of this episode today, I am going to share a few experiences that really helped me question the concept of finding my voice and what that meant for me. Part of my story and part of my experience does have to do with religion, specifically LDS religion. If that's not something you want to hear or or something you feel like you don't have space for, I completely respect that and that's okay. There's no pressure for you to be here or to listen. I also want you to know that me sharing my story and my experience is no way putting religion down. It's solely my experience, and my experience is valid. I wanted to give you a heads up so that you can make the call for yourself if you want to continue listening or not. Okay, so to start with one experience that really helped me shift my perspective of finding my voice and what that meant for me. 
I know I've shared this in the past, this experience of me sitting in front of my window and just having a conversation with myself. It was at a time in my life where I was looking for a lot of answers and a lot of healing and I kept feeling this pull to just talk to myself and to just listen. I kept feeling like I had answers and that if I just gave myself time to be still and to think and to hear my thoughts and to hear what was going on inside my brain that I would understand and that I could get some clarity and get some direction to where I needed to go, how, how I needed to move forward to heal, things like that. And that experience for me of sitting in front of the window, just being still and asking myself questions and getting to know myself was really the beginning of finding my voice and learning to listen to my thoughts and trust my thoughts. Like I said in the beginning, to me, finding my voice is that process. It's learning to listen to and accept and trust what is in our mind and what we feel. So that was a turning point for me. That was a, an experience where I really felt connected to myself and really felt a lot of love toward myself and a lot of trust in my ability to know what was right for me. Another experience I had was while I was serving as an LDS missionary in Texas. I remember going to a meeting with some church leaders and another missionary asking, how do we know if our thoughts come from God or if our thoughts are just coming from ourself? And one of the church leaders answered by saying, it doesn't really matter. If our thoughts are good, we know that the scriptures teach they come from God. And if they are bad, we know that they teach they come from Satan. I remember just feeling a little uneasy with that answer. I didn't give it much thought and just kind of left it as is. But there was one day I was driving in the car with another missionary and we were just listening to music. We were on our way somewhere and replaying that scene in my head of the question being asked and the answer being given that it doesn't really matter. And I sat with that for a while and thought, how could it not matter? And where am I in that equation? I kept thinking, I feel like I'm a good person. I'm a good person. And am I not capable of thinking good thoughts on my own? Do I really have to rely on an outside source, namely God, to think good things? Are my thoughts not my own? And this teaching isn't uncommon for a lot of Christian religions, that good things come from God, bad things come from Satan, and so often we're left to seek for validation and guidance outside of ourselves. And that was a thought that I didn't want to sit with because I felt disconnected from myself. And I thought, if I'm constantly taught to look outside of myself for guidance or, or from validation, how do I learn to trust myself? How do I learn to trust who I am 
and my thoughts and my feelings? How, how do I take ownership of them if I'm constantly believing that they're from outside sources? Where does that leave me? Now, again, this isn't just something we come up against in religion. This is something that we see all the time in our society and in our culture. We hear so many different perspectives and so many different ideas of how we need to be living and what our life needs to look like in order to feel happy and what success means. And and we're constantly looking for answers outside of ourselves. It wasn't really like an aha moment for me or one moment in particular where I was like, I'm just not going to subscribe to that thinking anymore. But over time, after having those two experiences that I shared, I just started having more of a desire to get to know myself and really start paying attention to my thoughts and my feelings and ask myself questions and to have conversations with myself so that I could feel connected to who I am. And truly, not that I have everything figured out, but starting to shift that mindset from I'm going to look outside of myself for answers and guidance to I have answers and guidance within myself, I've really started to trust myself more and I've started to become more self-aware. I've started to take more ownership of my actions and behaviors and thoughts and feelings and not putting blame on other people or not expecting other people to solve my problems or to make things right or whatever it may be. I've started to take a lot of ownership I want to say that turning inward won't ever lead you to outside help. For example, if you're really struggling with some mental or physical health problem, turning inward might help you recognize that you need to seek outside help, that you need to seek for a therapist or a doctor to help you in a specific way. So when I say turning inward, I don't mean that we can't ever seek outside help. It just means that, that we use ourselves as a resource as well. If you find yourself in a similar situation to where I was, as far as just feeling disconnected from yourself or not even knowing if you were connected, not even knowing if you're connected or disconnected, I have a few ideas for you. So number one is just to have an intentional conversation with yourself. And you can do this in many ways. This can be driving in the car in silence. This can be locking yourself in your room with a notebook and writing down some thoughts, asking yourself questions, whatever it may be, find time to intentionally have a conversation with yourself. So ask yourself questions, validate the feelings that come up, tell yourself that you're there to learn and to listen. So just to give an example and to lay it out clearly, going back to that experience of me in the window, I just sat down, I had a notebook beside me and essentially just started uh, talking saying, Cammie, I, I'm here to listen. I'm looking for healing. I'm looking for guidance and I'm just here to listen. And I did. I listened to the thoughts and feelings that came up and wrote down something if I felt like I needed to. I asked myself questions. What do I need? How can I connect to you more? Having this conversation, you might feel a lot of things come up for you. You might feel a lot of answers or you might feel a lot of connection and you might not. It might take some practice and that's okay. When we go from living a life looking for outside guidance and validation 
it's not easy to step inward and start looking for guidance and validation from ourselves and from within. It can take some time and that's okay. My second invitation is to set an alarm each day for a self-check-in. And this can be any time during the day. Just have an alarm go off and when it does, take a quiet moment and just ask yourself, how am I today? Is there something I need today? How are you? How can I get to know you better? The third invitation I have for you is just to start trusting what comes into your mind is from you. That thought alone is incredibly empowering. The only exception I can think of when it comes to this is intrusive thoughts. And essentially, intrusive thoughts are just unwanted thoughts that pop into our mind with no warning, usually no reasoning, and no relation to what is currently going on. Intrusive thoughts, though, can have connections to underlying issues such as PTSD, anxiety, ADHD, things like that. So I just wanted to mention that as an exception. But even then, going back to what I said in the beginning... Part of finding your voice and part of becoming aware of your thoughts and your feelings is being able to interpret those thoughts and feelings and being able to recognize intrusive thoughts if they do come into your mind or and and recognize intrusive thoughts from your thoughts and your actual feelings. We are so much more capable than we believe. And we have so many more answers than we think and so much more love to give ourselves than we've allowed. This might feel uncomfortable, and there might be some nervousness in doing something new. And I'm with you. I've felt the same way in this process. But now, as time has gone on, and as I've been practicing listening to and trusting my feelings and my thoughts, I feel so much more empowered. I feel so much more connected to who I am. I feel a safe space within. And that's a truly wonderful, wonderful feeling. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. If this content resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a review and follow us on social media at everexpanding.podcast. Remember, if we choose, we can be ever expanding.